Hello there, and welcome to Poor Quality, a show where friends talk about beer, life, and all the goofy stuff that gets in between the two. Each week, the hosts may be different, but don't you worry, they are all guaranteed poor quality material. So listen in and join us as the brew crew talks about what ails their life. Now let's see what we're drinking. It's episode number 71. No. Oh. 73. Ooh, is that really what it is? Yeah. It really is. Soisant, no, I mean in French. Oh, I think so. 6013. That's how you do numbers in French. That's bad. That's bad it numbers. It is bad. Uh, once you get to 80, then you do actually 420. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> and then your numbers. Well, that's, mo- that, that's on Monday, so no more, no more 420 jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was so exciting, like going into. Well, I say exciting. I'm a 24 year old man. It was it, it was interesting going into this year, knowing like four years ago that we were going to have a whole month of 420. Like this was the year for it. And right. of all the times to have a whole month of 420, like this just happens to be the one. Yeah, everybody's staying at home because they're so baked. That's right. That's <laughs> everybody's right. couch locked. No one can leave. By the time this episode airs. People will have forgotten about the pandemic, mm. and uh, they will probably believe that. So everybody was More too like stoned a in April. Hotdemic. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! There's going to be some great names of Kush when we're coming out of this quarantine. It's gonna you be got like, any? You got these loaded up. Mike was thinking about these all day. Give me some lemon quarantine dream. All right. Uh oh my gosh. Hold on. Can I have like five seconds? I thought you were thinking. You were. That was a joke that sounded like you were thinking about all day. So I'm. Yeah, that's the thing. And as soon as it came out, I'm like, oh my gosh, this could have been something I actually could have prepared for. Yeah, prepared but you for. did. So like everything's cool. So um, what? Give me some of the good ones that you came up with. Just like uh, your top I got, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I know top I've for been sure. rolling up some uh, respiratory failure. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> that one's Trent's though. You can't take that one. Cushion teen. Cushion teen. Okay. Cush nineteen. Cush nineteen. So they can't. Right. They can't all be bangers. A Kush focus here. I'm sensing. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I can switch it up. Yeah, we're at um, top three now. Top weed three. Weed 19. Kaniba virus. Okay. Um, That's something. Uh, Kadoja virus. <laughs> oh, that sounds bad. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. <laughs> no, I think good, that's my favorite I mean, one so far. I mean, it sounds bad though. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, like cool. it sounds it sounds good, but it sounds bad. Um, and then this is your top one. This is your number one best one you came up with all day. Thought about it. Ah, uh, the anticipation. Uh, uh, he's just he's just he's just winding you up, folks. He, this is a this is a straight dunk. How about stay at Chrome order, like cro- like cro- Chrome. Chronic, like chron- <laughs> that's good. KPHC, really good. What about COVID chronic? Oh, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. That's not bad. Um, uh, we got no, no that's it. You, yeah, gave I, your, I, you gave your top five. I'm sure you had many more ideas, Mike. Icky, sticky, stay at home. Mm. Another great one. An- another, another straight fire out of Trent. Yeah, 
I think I've I think I've run my case. Welcome to episode seventy three of the one where Quality. we talk a lot about weed. This is the weed <laughs> episode. We've been waiting on it. You've all wanted it. We were going to wait till episode four twenty, but it just so happens <laughs> we are not going to do that. Um, is that a little one? Yes. Uh, my yes. name is Michael. It is so good to be with you, boys, um, and talk about what we're having this evening. I have to pour my beer, actually, if you don't mind. Um, I'll tell you what it is first, though. It is a Nashville Brewing Co. Nash Zickle. Um, oh. A golden unfiltered lager. I thought it fit the bill. Um, hmm. Looks like it pours pretty clear. Nice foamy head. Talk dirty to me. Classic uh, golden. You got a clear beer? Yeah. Classic golden lager cover. Color. Let me get a nice little sip. Can we get this in some jazz radio? <laughs> I don't. I don't think mm. I'm ready for the majesty. You, you told them to talk dirty, and I just. I, you I'm know trying what? to. I'm trying to whip that up for you. Uh, it honestly really reminds me of Urban Chestnuts Zwickel, which is like one of my favorite beers. Oh yeah, that's a really good one. Um, tonight's beer prompt. Uh, I'm thinking, if you were to. Think of like the top meals that you can cook on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, if your beverage could be paired with any of them, uh, what would be what would be your meal of choice? I'm gonna have another sip and think about it for another second. Mike, this what a fantastic thing cool, you did good. there. What what a good thing you just did. Glad you like it. Um, so. While we've been in quarantine, it's been a little bit warmer, which is very nice. Um, we've been firing up the grill a little bit more frequently, which is also nice, out on the porch. Um, and recently, we surprised ourselves with some little sliders that we made. We don't often like make beef or burgers or buy red meat, but when we do, we usually grill it, and it's usually burgers. <laughs> um, and we made one like California-style um, slider with, we put on guacamole, bacon, jalapeno, and pepper jack cheese with a little mm. bit of like um, chipotle mayo. Mm. Another mm. one was classic American style, uh, sharp cheddar cheese, red onion, ketchup, mustard, easiest pie. Um, and the last one was like a Kentucky barbecue style um, with like some caramelized onions, some Havarti cheese. Um, extra barbecue sauce, a little bit of mayo. Oof. And they were the smack, dude. Nice little slider combo. Nice you, Bavarian you lager on the porch. Me. I am. I'm glad I just ate. Otherwise, I'd be furious. The thing is that I did just eat and I am mad. Wow. It was really ballin', really yummy. Um, oh, and you know those like little sweet Hawaiian rolls? Uh, kings. Yeah, the kings. I know. Yeah, the kings. <laughs> they. <laughs> they were pretty lights out. I was super happy. That was like one of my favorite meals that I've made in the last month. Um, mostly because that's like a treat. It's not often that you grill burgers. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Unless you're a true American hero. Speaking of which, we're gonna pass it on to Zach, the truest hero I know. I might, I'm, I might need a minute. Okay, I'm gonna finish up this little garage, Craig. Goodness gracious, those burgers sound delicious. This is going to be a tough episode for me to do um, (laughs) because I'm just a little fat kid at heart and everything sounds good. Oh, bro. Yes. Um, But I'm drinking a Hazy Memory uh, double IPA from Lagunitas. Mm. I haven't had a Lagunitas in a while. 
It's good. I forget that they make good stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting a lot of like stone fruit. It's like kind of a mellow round mm-hmm. kind of flavor to it. Um, kind of a little bit on the tropical side. It's got, it's for those of you looking at home, you should look up the logo, but it's kind of this cool, like kind of on brand. Yeah. It's a puppy. Yeah. It's, well, all Lagunitas. Yeah. The puppy, the Lagunitas puppy. And mm-hmm. then it's kind of like a cool psychedelic. It reminds me of like tropical things and. I don't know. I really like pairing um, tropical food with spicy food, um, or if that tropical. makes it tropical flavors. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. Drinks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna pair this one with uh, like like breakfast food, but with like you know the perfect Ooh. salsa on the eggs, and then you mm. know you've got your potatoes mm. with like the nice little hot sauce and like. Ooh. Are those like scrambled or are you keeping those yolks runny? You know, I, I either way, whatever, oh. whatever suits your fancy. I, I, I like that. a good, uh, good over medium egg. Mm. And I also love me some scrambled eggs. Mm. Probably scrambled with the salsa. Yeah, that makes you've sense. Already got, you've already got one mess factor there with the salsa. You probably don't. <laughs> For sure. I love it. A runny yolk. Is... <clears throat> oh, true. Like like good scrambled eggs are still kind of a little bit runny. Yeah, they should be. I'm they just thinking be. about those Colorado breakfasts we had. Those, those eggs were some of the best eggs I've ever had, like scrambled eggs. Wow. We're coming up on a year, year anniversary. So mm-hmm. crazy. I can't wait to see you guys there in a few weeks. It's going to oh, be rad gosh. when we all go there. <laughs> hope Red Rock still has uh, concert tickets available. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they're nowhere near sold out. Can't be. Yeah, so like a nice spicy breakfast with, you know, a nice tropical double IPA for you the first thing in your morning. <laughs> we did do we did do a numerous breakfast there with like coconut migrations and yep. fancy beers. Yep. That was nice. Nice it's tropical got fruit stuff. and it's basically a juice. Right. Yeah. If it's, yeah. <laughs> Little man mosa. Sorry, let's take another delicious sip. Uh Trent, what what have you got? I am drinking the um, the gents throp. Whoa! Wow. It's a uh, that looks traditional AF. It's eleven point two fluid ounces. It's a field gents beer. Six point nine percent. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's from a Roman brewery in Belgium. This is part of my uh, beer of the month club sub. That doesn't sound right. Roman in Belgium. Uh, I know. I thought that too. Um, let me crack you off a little bit of uh, beer knowledge from their website because I I feel like Zach would like it. I did get the full PDF, but I'm just gonna break off a little little taste. Uh, Genstrop is a top fermented blonde Belgian special ale, re-fermented in the bottle to give a deliciously hoppy beer with a subtle fruity aroma, for a taste of Gent's proud and noble heritage. It's pretty good. Um, it's it doesn't really taste like it's 6.9. It kind of tastes, mm, I mean, it tastes like a beer that we might have had um, when we were in the in the Rado in that fancy German beer spot um, that was super taste. Those were very good. Um, this kind of reminds me of that, but it's got a little bit more bite to it. Um, it's hearty. It's kind of, you guys can see the bottle. It's kind of stubby. You know, it's sort of a... A girthy beer, mm-hmm. um, little pluggy maybe. Yeah, I would, I would say that uh, 
this would be, oh man, we made some uh, like hamburger helper with like the scalloped potatoes and we use the Morningstar fake beef crumbles and Whoa. I haven't had something like that in a very long time. Added, you know, a bunch of extra cheese, added some uh, spicy pickles and jalapenos, um, a little hot sauce. It was off the charts. It was uh, soul food. It was comforting. Ooh, it was uh, a taste of, you know, my childhood mixed with my adult tastes of now. Um, mm. it, it was very good, you know, and this beer is, you know, not like really too... Um, overpowering so i feel like if you're just getting into beer this would be one that would not be offensive but you know it's got a little little bulk to it you know and a, a beef and potato meal with cheese that'll that'll fill you up and get you to sleep yeah. right away so uh that's what i will say for this here gents beer uh, matthew what have you brought with you i have myself a uh raspberry one raspberry. No, I have a raspberry. <laughs> it's been in, in my fridge for four months. It should be semi-alcoholic. <laughs> no, I've got the raspberry bubbly, that classic sparkling water. Oh, mm. Michael Buble. The Buble. The, uh, whatever this is called, lens cap, the tab. Um, has The lens fr- cap? Don't. Let me talk. Don't? <laughs> if that was me, are you kidding? All right. No, yeah, let's take a moment, because Matt does pretty much rip yeah. into us whenever we say anything even remotely wrong. Look, a lens cap. Yeah, I guess it's approximately the same diameter. <laughs> uh, what does yours have, Zach? Guys, I just noticed my lens cap has a has a hop on it. Nah, not even close. <laughs> okay, great. There are smaller lenses. There sure are. A hop. <laughs> there are smaller tabs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so I'm drinking water, right? Sure. Um, an essential, an absolute necessity. We all need it. Mm-hmm. Does it need to be sparkling? No. But some things that don't need to be sparkling are, like Alien. Mm. Uh, sparkling. Stars in his eyes, Alien. Yeah. Stars in my <laughs> eyes. Stars in the skies, Alien. My oh my. What do you guys think? How do you think they, like, flavor those little guys? Because I know it says, like, natural flavors. Do you think they just, like, throw a few raspberries in there and let it sit a while, and then they carbonate it? Riddle me this, Mike. What's an unnatural flavor? If it comes, if we've made, if it's been found on this earth, it's a natural flavor. Root beer, may I say, may I say, can I say something? I guess you can say something here. (laughs) The group acknowledges Mike Wadena in his comment. Thank you, Trenton Safford. Um, (laughs) My comment for the record, let the record show that root beer used to be, from my understanding, a natural occurring flavor. It came from the root of something. Can't remember the Sarsaparilla. name. Too long to explain. Is that is that correct? Let the yeah. record show. Trent, is that correct? Sarsaparilla root. Yeah. <laughs> you um, can't say. I do not think that that root grows naturally anymore. So root beer is entirely an unnatural flavor. I mean, there's like spice and vanilla and stuff in there as well, but sarsaparilla, the root, is not naturally occurring anymore. Well, that's what like the old banana flavors, like that banana doesn't exist anymore. Right. And like unnaturally flavored banana stuff, like you can tell that stuff is just potent. Delicious. 
Still the best. I eat a banana Laffy Taffy, and it makes me feel like I'm having an asthma attack, and it's awesome. You know the banana, <laughs> you know the banana gobstoppers. Yeah, the banana gobstoppers and how intense those were. Wait, runs? Is that what I'm thinking of? Gobstoppers are just the circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking of runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of runs. Runs are banana runs are my favorite. If I see one of those at the mall with That's the thing. banana runs, I'll. <laughs> I do like the banana runs. I like bananas. I like bananas that are overly ripe. Is the thing people don't. I just made some like banana that. bread uh, muffins last night. Yeah, I made banana bread this week. That's crazy. Oh my god, that's crazy. You guys, I know of an unnatural flavor. Go on. It was how out of this world Sigourney Weaver's performance was in the movie Alien. (laughs) God, that is an unnatural. Okay, if we're gonna spend more time on Alien, can I say? uh, I found out somewhat recently that one of my favorite artists helped design the suits for Alien. Um, it was me. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was me. I'd like to have anything to do with that franchise. Um, and as much as I'd love to continue talking about Alien, um, now Mike, do you want do you want this to be on the record? Just you gotta you gotta tell (laughs) me for the record. It's not often that we put things on the record, and it's not often that we talk about Alien in every single episode of this podcast. But (laughs) now that I have your attention, I would I would love to talk to you guys about cooking and your cooking habits. Mm. Um, I've done a bit of cooking more so now that we've been like isolated and like needing to strictly grocery shop and like come up with fun things. But I've also done a thing called Mike's kitchen for like five years or more. Like I've been doing that a long time, just like coming up with unique things to cook and just goofing around and having fun with it. And it's actually taught me a lot about like, um, I think a really good skill to have, especially now. I think it's sort of lost uh, in translation. Uh, being that, like, I think now just people, yeah, you know, I'm kind of losing the plot a little bit, but lost in translation. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is baguette, what could it be? It doesn't say bread on it. <laughs> the hard part about like saying anything wrong on this podcast is like looking back at my screen and just seeing Matt cringe with every muscle in his body. Is every ounce of him is just frustrated with what we're saying. No, no, anyway. no, 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 no. He's shaking with laughter. That's, <laughs> no, that's no, it's more. agony. It's pain. Oh, I don't know. It, it's a combination. You're both totally right. I think, and let me just try to diagnose you here. I think you were in the process of saying that, like, it's a lost art that people don't cook so much anymore. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. But the thing is that, like, almost everybody... So I'm sure that there is a group of people in which it is lost. I just know that, like, within the company that I work for, a bunch of millennials, everybody's cooking. Yeah. So that... I'm I'm wondering who do you think has lost touch with cooking, and if it's not everybody, was it you? No, I think it's a lot of people that like I've worked with. Okay, like, even uh, not to just put an age around it, but if like 30s and 40s, like young parents too, who mm-hmm. don't necessarily like have the time to cook. Old millennials. It's the old millennials, the yeah. ones that don't want to be millennials. They're the problems. Yeah, they're like Chef Borard. I think I might just crack it open. <laughs> Boy, are don't millennials. That's exactly right. Um, so yeah, I kind of just am curious about your current cooking habits. Like, um, what 
maybe like what you, I haven't really thought about this, <laughs> but like maybe what you what you've learned and how you like make dinner or if you don't make dinner, like what do you do? Just like, talk to me, you know. Somebody can, talk to me. What do you want to say? Can I say one thing quick? Yeah. Uh, for the record or? For the, no, no. Strike this from the record. Okay. I will not. Oh, gosh. Okay. Let me, just get of, let me plug your ears. Plug your ears. Um, I move to strike the following statement. <laughs> <laughs> I have been not eating meat since I've sort of like started my self-nutrition career. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the thought of cooking it's like it's such a big gap in my knowledge base but like i don't really see like needing to know it but it's just something that just is absolutely just i don't know it's just like is it done i'd be terrified to like have to cook meat for somebody else you know at this point in my life i hear that big here yeah and i mean especially since meat people are like you know i like my meat but i don't want my cow to move <laughs> when i'm cutting into it you know it's just like did you say sure. meet okay. people? Meet people. <laughs> I'd like to meet one of these Most meet people. Most of us people. are meet people, but... A lot of us are, yeah. I'm mostly water, though. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's like, I guess, the one big area that I'm not confident in, but, you know... And I'll, I'll say this. I am, you know, no stranger to several frozen pizzas um, mm. in mm-hmm. a week's time. But oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, you finished that sentence well because yeah, at the beginning you said I'm familiar with several frozen pizzas. Okay, I can give you the rundown on several frozen pizzas and what their strengths and weaknesses are. So that that's, also rings that's a new episode. Yeah, next week I'll host it's Trent's frozen pizza review. Um, I love that, in. and can I would get, like I would like to go back on the record. I was gonna say, can we get back on the record, please? Uh, and. Yeah say like maybe round table like i'm sure all of us have at least maybe a couple frozen pizzas in our freezer mm-hmm. maybe something that you don't have any frozen pizza in your freezer no man. hannah has been lactose intolerant her whole life but she just realized it um like uh, a few months ago <laughs> so that's right yeah i've stopped uh buying pizza frozen pizza so because she craves it and if i'm eating it in front of her it's you know that's a crime that's that sweet crime. did you or no yeah, that I should not commit. I've tried one vegan pizza with like fake cheese, and it wasn't bad. Now my mom said that there are some that are really good, but I haven't been yeah. able to find them in these quarantine for under times. eighty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> that's true as well. There's a pizza shop in Cedar Rapids that uses or like has vegan cheese that they can use, and they're very very Ooh. good pies. I like doing the take and bake Papa Murphy's pizza. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And I guess some people don't know that that's a thing. You like go into a store and they make a pizza in front of you and it's uncooked and then you toss her in the oven when you get home. Yeah, people haven't heard of that before, which is wild to me. I think it's a very predominantly Midwest mm-hmm. thing. Oh, no. yeah, we grew up doing that. But yeah, who wants to who wants to kick this thing off? Who wants to talk about how they cook? Give it to me. Mine's probably the simplest. We've here been kind of on the uh, college diet as of the quarantine. <laughs> Um, with, with some improvements. Um, I did buy Chef Boyardee the other day, um, as a, as a sort of backup meal, just in case. What, like ravioli? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Dude, stuff's so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, no, it's terrible, but it's also like, it took me 30 seconds to make this and I'm done eating now and that's a whole huge stress out of my day. So for me, if food could just be like... If we could just be like dog food, if I could get it in a bag and just get a meal over with, um, <laughs> I would. 
I don't, I don't really get a ton of pleasure from food unless it's like, like it has to be not so good. Like, um, right. Uh, like burger up, I will seriously enjoy because there's just nothing. There's no part of that meal that isn't incredible. Mm-hmm. And first watch, mm. I'll go pretty wild mm. for. Mm-hmm. Um, but but generally eating is a is a hassle, and and more often than not, I forget to do it, and then I get cranky because if I don't eat, I get mad. Right, Penny? Yeah, that's a physiological thing. Have you like looked into like Soylent or Huel or like those you know meal replacement slurries? No, I'm just so tired. You know? <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, big here. Uh, so so just the the college diet with some augments. Um. You guys were on that like meal kit grind for a while though, right? We were, and it was so good. The problem was that we were on different uh, eating schedules, mm. so we weren't able to make. Um, I don't. I think we got Blue Apron, maybe, but um, I'll censor that because they don't sponsor us, mm-hmm. unless they want uh, to. In unless which they case, want to, in which case, we I'll love censor it. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love unless HelloFresh is listening, in which case, you know, throw your name into the well, ring here. Maybe, I would say we should go back and get clean takes of both, but I don't think okay. that's very yeah, yeah, listenable yeah, no, content. No, no. Wait, it's, do we want that off the record then? Off the record, strike that. No, no. Oh, okay. So, uh, sternographer, pretty back into record. Hurt your pan up. Mark your stern. Clickety clack. Jeez. Can you settle down, please, Zach? Stenographer, I Blue know we've been given. <laughs> okay, those those last several lines are going to need to be redacted. <laughs> We're going to need to redact all of that. It's going to look um, like a government letter after this. I wanna I wanna go ahead and shout out Trent for his um, uh, soft boiled egg in the ramen <sighs> trick. Oh, that has just that is that has just raised the stakes on on ramen. I ooh. Mm. Mm-hmm. It has That's made it level. so much better, and I feel better about eating it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just everything about it has improved. Um, so I have a lot of ramen, which is actually hard to find these days. I don't know if you guys have tried to find. I've ramen. got like fifteen packs right now, so I'm okay. Yeah, I got a couple. Of, <laughs> I got wow. a couple of five packs, so we're hoping to make it through the week. Um, and then we have these chicken pot pies mm. that you can microwave for like, like the Marie Callenders. I don't know. They're green and white. That sounds right. Probably. Not the pie, the cardboard surrounding the pie. Most hot green. Whoa. Dude. <laughs> um, but those are like, I'm, I love those because they're so easy to make and quick to eat. And that's what I'm all about, baby. Elena buys those and I never really did. She brought them into my life and oh my they are very yummy. Aren't they great? Yeah. And they're so easy. And like, and they're, I can make like both, like if Hannah and I are eating lunch together, I can make two and it's just like not a big deal. But then the meal that I actually prepare on a somewhat regular basis is uh, shrimp scampi. That is, that's mm. my specialty. Mm-hmm. Now I say specialty, I just like cook shrimp and boil noodles, but damn if it isn't delicious. Yep. You know, you can get the shrimp ramen and add some shrimpy shrimps to that and... That's smart. I've never had anything other than chicken ramen. Soy sauce is pretty good. Shrimp, those are the only ones I can eat. On its soy own? Soy sauce and shrimp. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just go for the soy sauce, baby. Like, glad you like soy sauce. 
You want to hear a funny story about soy sauce? Tell it's me short. all about it. And not entirely that funny, but uh, one time I was at a Chinese restaurant in Winterset, Iowa. Location doesn't matter, but I remember, so why not? Here we go. Um, and I thought it would be very, very funny to just do, take a big fake gulp of some soy sauce. So I grabbed it. I found the nozzle. I turned it away from me, and I went to throw it back. Soy sauce is double spigoted, so I still took a big mouthful of soy sauce that I wasn't anticipating, and I thought it was just going to be funny, but instead I ended up with a very salty mouth and a stained shirt. Oof. Oof, dog. Wow. You know, you could replace soy sauce with a lot of different things. <laughs> you have a lot of power here, Matt. Anyway, his d- Okay, <laughs> strike that from the record, please. Off the record, Yeah, I God, mean, I was please. thinking mustard, but sure. <laughs> Wait, there's double spigot mustard? Dude, you're a genius. I think I need to like clean out my mouth in the beer fridge for a minute. I think we should go there real quick. Swish and swarble. Oh my god. Well, hello there, folks. Welcome to the middle of the podcast, the stocking of the beer fridge, the portion of the show where we like to thank our lovely sponsors. And our first shout out is to our friendly podcast folks over at Wed and Woke. It's Ryan. And I'm Lane. And we are Wed and Woke. We're a weekly podcast about groups and organizations and people doing cool things to make the world a better place. Feel free to tune in to us every Thursday for a new episode on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube at wedandwoke.com. Oh, cr- And of course, this week we are also sponsored by this joke. They announced today that the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to merge to form one team called the Tam Packs. Maybe a mediocre team, though. It'll only be good for one period, and there will be no second string. Let's bring it back. I've heard it tastes cantaloupe What does? We're back. Uh, you want to give context to that, Trent? <laughs> Um, honeydew. Honeydew is another melon, not unlike cantaloupe. Good, good, good. Uh, Zach, I was just telling these guys a story about this week. We had an Asian meal uh, from our good friend. Yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I don't like. Zach, I just don't like the way you're saying it. it yeah. Like, Asian <laughs> meal. <laughs> I was having myself an Asian meal. Asian meal. Ugh. How else would you like a? Uh, we were having some Japanese cuisine. Me and my lover. <laughs> and that's, that's worse. We, Mike, why did okay, you worse. even think that that would come close to better? <laughs> and I garnished the meal with a lime. And after I squirted the lime all over the place and gave it a nice little rip, uh, there was a good old hole in the juice and the flesh. So I squirted in some more soy sauce. Stop. And it was all over, it was all over the place. And I, I said, and we got our repeat. And I said to my lover, Elena... <laughs> No. <laughs> what are the odds that you put this lime in your mouth and suck out all the soy sauce? Why? <laughs> and she said 30, and we counted down, and she didn't have to do it, but then she returned the favor, and I had to suck out all the juice from the succulent lime, and I... What were the At odds? At first, you- I was laughing because I'm like leaving this all in for sure. But now I'm just like, I'm just, I'm dead. Like, I'm dead thinking about somebody actually listening to the words you just said. Now, you're not remarking on how awful it was. So, did you like it, you dirty boy? Oh, it was bad. Very oh, bad. Very okay. salty. It's hard to recover from that. Like, that much salt is 
unless you're just it, that's the next thing to salt. It's like Japanese salt. That's worse to say. It's Japanese salt. Yeah. Basically. Well, um, that's probably not good to well, say. No, I think that's MSG. <laughs> what were the odds that you gave Elena? 30. Really? 30. Yeah. I figured that you would have gone way low on the odds because you secretly wanted to try the lime. That's what that's see, that's the tactic. And so you just have to tell me you won't. Oh, I see. So what happened was I gave her the odds are first. Do we have to put in that I said Japanese salt? I don't feel very good about that. But anyway, like you I was said saying, it again. Yeah. damn, so keep bringing it up. You referenced it. Don't reference it. Now I have to put it in. Otherwise Himalayan aren't salt get it. is is kosher, and kosher salt is also fine, and fine salt also exists. Anyway, what I was saying is I gave Elena the proposition first, to which she gave me the odds thirty. Uh, and then the way that we play, we reciprocate the same odds. So like if she doesn't get it, then we play the same way, just back to me. And I landed on two is what I guess. Never go with two folks. If we've learned anything from my mistakes. Uh, it sounds good. I would have tried it if someone just told me to. Yeah, I need a soy sauce filled line. I don't need to convince these boys. Oh yeah. It was not good is the big thing. Um, I want... To hear more about how you cook. Ring that bell. Boom, boom, boom. Zach, come on down and tell me about how you cook. <laughs> well, hi, Bob. Hi. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, wow, Bob, those stairs are I'm just so excited to be on uh, cooking with Now he's about halfway Mike. down. It's all right, hang son. On, hang just, on, Bob, uh, I'm coming. <laughs> take a deep breath and show me how you cook. 372. Uh, All right, what, now. <laughs> which, which game are we playing? God, there's just so much going to be left up to the listener's imagination. <laughs> <laughs> As I smash cut through these conversations. I'm trying to earn that explicit tag. It's a new era. Bob, the price is just right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're under arrest, Bob. <laughs> Oh, my word. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't like ramen. Mm. And I've never had Chef Boyardee. Whoa. Chef Boyardee. Um, but, yeah, I guess after that, it's pretty much the same. But I like a lot of... I've, I've had mostly frozen pizzas. Um Lots of microwave popcorn and chips and salsa. But mm. uh, I also do like to cook, like real f- stuff. I like cooking breakfast a lot, pancakes, waffles. Um, I like making salads, chicken and rice or fish and rice with some spicy sauce. Uh, I grew up like my mom. We never ate out. It was like special occasions kind of thing. So it was. we ate a lot of the same foods. Like we had popcorn and... Um, a lot of Papa Murphy's and stuff like that. But we also had like a lot of homemade tacos and homemade chili and um, nachos. And they're, they're just a bunch of things that I remember eating and knowing how to cook. And yeah, you know, what's nice, you know, you learn like a lot of, you know, basics growing up, what have you. And then as you get a little older, you start learning how to finesse it, you know, like you can make French toast, but then, you know, you get out, some nice bread and you get some like extra, mm. you know, fancy cinnamon and you like do it up mm. and you make your own whipped cream and like, it's mm. like you learn the ways to finesse, like what the knowledge you have, you know, with, yeah. with little to, you know, barely any extra effort. So 
that's that's sort of where I guess I would say you know I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on the topic of French toast, I watched uh, The Rock, the Dwayne the Johnsons Instagram live stream where he made his uh, cheat day French toast Ooh. with like this big thick cut thick. God. Wow! My goodness. <laughs> this big, thick, a thick, his throbbing French toast. This big, thick cut French loaf. Man, it's even worse. Good God! Was it crusty? Tell me about the crust. This big, this big, meaty, nasty piece of bread that he slabbers on some like scrambled eggs and cinnamon and butter and all sorts of goodies. I'm gonna um, write down the word slabber. <laughs> okay, good. Hold on, I'm writing down. Hold on, I'm I'm writing down my nickname. <laughs> okay, but he made this big, nasty, dirty, stinky French toast, and we watched him eat it on Instagram Live for a good fifteen minutes because that man can eat a big, big old honking piece of junk in no time. Let me tell you, <laughs> catch the instant replay on my hidden YouTube channel, Mike's Nasty Kitchen. Were you trying to say slather? Did I say slabber? Is slabber not a word? Well, you were like combining slobber and slather. Mm-hmm. Ah, I sure was, wasn't I? That seems fine. That's a portmanteau I'll stand behind. Portmanteau. No, that's an interesting thing you said. Break <laughs> <laughs> out a classic. Portmanteau. Hmm. Man, I have to do a lot of clicking here to get to what this thing means. Is this spell it right? Um, a large suitcase. <laughs> I don't know if Merriam-Webster has this one right this time. I don't, oh, well, so you're going to trust yeah. Trent over the dictionary? Um, a word or morpheme. What is that? <laughs> Another, hold on, got a copy paste. <laughs> um, <laughs> a word or morpheme that forms, that can't be right, whose form and meaning are derived from a blending of two or more distinct forms. I can't even understand what, what that means <laughs> It's right what now. you just did with your so words. motel, mortar, hotel, brunch, breakfast, oh, lunch. Oh, okay. Like a portmanteau is a briefcase. There's two halves, but they come together. Sure, that's super cool. Good job, English language. That's pro- might not be English, but it's like smog, like smoke and fog. Yeah, and you slap it together. Oh, I love it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Knowledge Mike, is smog is the dragon from the Hobbit. <laughs> oh, you're right. Another misstep. <laughs> Classic misstep. Um, but anyway, I was watching Dwayne eat his big nasty French toast. Uh, it was very entertaining. I that was one thing that um, my mom would always make when I was a kid. It was. Uh, big nasty French toast, and she would always overcook pancakes. Breakfast food was a huge staple in the Wadena household. Um, we talked about scrambled eggs. I do like them yes. a little bit runnier. You're very uh, good at making them. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Amen. Thank you, friend. Yeah. Um, and uh, nice crispy bacon. Ever since uh, we, however, made BLTs at McKee's mm-hmm. that one day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been cooking them in the oven yeah. almost exclusively. I love really? bacon in the oven. Um, plus, like, I think it has a little bit better structure to it, too. And you're able to, like, use it on sandwiches. Um, super easy to store. You don't make a big hell of a mess on your stovetop, which is really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's one part about cooking, too. Because, like, the, it's... One thing to like take 40 minutes to make a meal, but it's another thing to be like, man, I have to clean all this up after. And there's a bit of satisfaction to that. It's like an, but you're basically cooking and eating and cleaning for, for just dinner for 
at least an hour and a half, two hours. Well, Mike, it usually takes you at least a few days. Well, and that's what I mean. Like it takes me so it takes me so long, and I just haven't found a way to cut those corners, guys. Uh, I'm working it's called on it. skip that last part. <laughs> but if I, oh, I would so much rather clean as soon as it's done, yes. than clean before I have to cook next time. Yes, yes, yes. That is correct. Um, cool. I'm glad I'm right for once. I guess, I guess there is usually a pre-wash part of my my cook. That is usually step one: is uh, wash the things that need to be used. Used, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's how I keep things cycled. That's, that's just that's efficiency. efficiency, right yeah. there. Yeah, efficiency. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zach gets it. Um, <laughs> I wanted uh, one of my favorite things to do about breakfast because I will say I've kind of uh, fallen in and out of love with breakfast uh, uh, just throughout the years, and for whatever reason. I get really nostalgic when I make breakfast now because I love to just play like a Jack Johnson playlist. Mm. Just like on shuffle, doesn't matter, any Jack Johnson will do. Um, And for, I don't know exactly why, but it reminds me of our trip to Atlanta, Mike. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. I, like, I... What did we cook? Did we have fajitas? I think we did something. I feel like we did something for breakfast, but at least that morning. Oh, I remember what we had. Do you remember? Okay, well, tell me right after. But I I played Jack Johnson that morning, and I Mm -hmm. just felt, everything just felt, like, really nice. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the feeling that I get in the mornings when everything's, like, quiet and calm, and I can make, like, pancakes or eggs or whatever I'm making, and it's just, like, me and Jack. And I'm, like, making stuff for Hannah, too, so I feel good about that. I really do like making breakfast. Yes. What did we have in Atlanta? Um, pancakes, blueberry pancakes. <gasps> oh. Um, but I remember yeah. like one night somebody made spaghetti. I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was Chris, right? Probably. I don't think he made his um, special fancy balls. His fancy. I wanted meatballs. to ask: Has everybody here had Chris's balls, meatballs? I've looked at the golden nuggets, but I've never taken them in my mouth. It's true. It's true. Uh-huh. Zach, have you ever had Chris's meatballs? Um, I've certainly taken my share of sneak peeks whenever I could, but uh, no, I don't think I've ever been around when Chris has cooked anything. Wow. He is a genius. I feel like, did he make them in Colorado? Mm. I don't think so, no. Did we? He should I know have, we talked about it. I, I think we've we talked definitely about talked about it. him wanting to make them. I think the big trips that we've taken he's mentioned it but for some reason we've never done it the stars have yet to align mm-hmm. for us <laughs> True. but yeah there's only been a couple choice times where i've had his special balls like they're very yummy he's um, a meat genius yeah truly he's like a meat artist um but usually like we do we used to do those big meals like that on nice special occasions i remember on chris's birthday i made that my <laughs> Favorite thing to make, which Wait, is the like trampoline that, birthday. Yeah, the uh. trampoline birthday, where I made chicken parmesan for eighteen it hours. Phenomenal! Oh, it was so good. Um, and I didn't prep anything special for Trent, like a dummy. What I should have done is made some eggplant parmesan, though. But uh, I don't. I just remember certain parts of that night, so I don't hold anything against you. Yeah, it's not like not all of neither uh, Chris nor Trent have many. <laughs> They would have been fond, but they have no no memories of that night. Yeah. I certainly 
had a blast and loved the Parmesan chicken. It was amazing. You always make too much, though. What's the deal with that? Have you dialed back? That's the thing. Uh, no, because you can never have too much, is what I always say. <laughs> I don't know. And man. you can never cook for long enough, is also. <laughs> that, is, that is something I, be- I believe you would say that. Uh, I had a stir fry recipe that I liked making um, before we moved in with my grandma, and, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and, and cook for my grandma. I'm going to make this stir fry. It's onions, peppers, broccoli, chicken, teriyaki, yum. Uh, when I made it last time, I felt like I didn't have enough. So I'm going to double it for me and my grandma. Uh oh. <laughs> so here I am cooking stir fry in the biggest pot that we have, which is a big stew pot. Um, and it took me hours. And yeah, dog. Uh, you got to walk it. We ate it for days, weeks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just days. It was actually good. I haven't had stir fry in a while. It sounds delicious. Uh, I'll make some if you come over. Okay. Yeah. I got some of those uh, little, you know, crispy noodles, but I haven't done stir fry in a while. Yeah, we could do we could do that. We could do like spicy noodles and we could also I'd be down to try like some tofu. Stir fry. I bet that would oh, be really yum. good. I love tofu. We made Indian food for the first time. Ooh, like yeah. a nice um tiki masala. Mm. Just some red peppers and onion. Um saute those up, throw in some cooked chicken. Um maybe a little bit of garlic and butter and you know the works and then you throw in your pre-made sauce because i don't know how the hell to make no. tiki masala sauce no you can i don't got time for that well i do but <laughs> there's like a nepalese restaurant in the area that has like a vegetarian vegan buffet night and i'm really curious to try it because it's a whole new realm of the world that i've yet to explore mm-hmm. a lot of other countries here you know more vegetable based so i gotta mm-hmm. start exploring I'd love to do that. We should do that. We should go to a, a, like a new restaurant or try a new cuisine like every month. We should go to a restaurant. <laughs> we should leave our house. We, we bought a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> if we, listen, if we had the, you know, Jared Leto found out about coronavirus like three weeks after everybody had been in quarantine because he was on his cult island and hadn't, hadn't heard anything about it yet. I hadn't heard about that. that was okay. There's a I've lot also of... been on my sort of sex dungeon island, so maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. That could have been why. Um, I was just thinking, like, if we had built a commune when we started talking about the poor quality commune, we would have had no fear and no sickness and uh, and no war and only <laughs> and happiness. We could still hug each other. Infinite money. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could. Do you imagine human touch? Huh. I have Zach pretty big today. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys are going, I want you guys to know that you're going to jail, and I'm gonna have to redact that. <laughs> Do we have any final thoughts we wish to impart? I really enjoyed Mike's kitchen, and I would love for you to keep making it. Heck yeah, I absolutely will. Let's never let's all let's all say a lofty meal goal that you've yet to make that you would like to. Oh, make. I like that. Cool. Ooh. Or maybe it's been a while if you want to improve on something, you know? Hmm. Italian food, I'm not often to make because pasta is like too easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's like not that it's too easy. Like I've never made my own marinara sauce. I've never done any of that. Like I would like to just start making my own sauces. And like my own salsa and like kind of what we did in Colorado, that kind of challenge. But I would love to make a bomb lasagna. I used to just love lasagna, but I've never really made it myself. Um, but maybe like a good eggplant uh, or 
ground beef lasagna would be tr- fun to try. See, here's the curious thing. I've made very good lasagna that I've never tasted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, Trent and I uh, worked at uh, an Italian restaurant in high school and pizza joint. And the guy was like second generation. Like his mom came over from Italy and taught him how to cook, basically. So he made everything from scratch. So like I kind of a little bit know how to make like dough and um, like sauce and Alfredo sauce and Parmesan dressing and all that stuff from scratch. Um, yeah, that stuff's really good too. Chef Boy Ardennis, T.Y. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our next like our next week away, we're just gonna have a deep dive yeah. and live off the simplest ingredients. <laughs> Make some fancy stuff. Yeah, I guess if if I can pop in, I would say it's maybe not too, like, anything specific, but I would like to try to do a little bit of gardening and, like, make a meal from stuff that I've grown. Yeah. Or at least, you know, sides. I probably have to supplement it, but I also am curious to try, like, making stuff with cauliflower more. I know you can make, like, cauliflower nuggets and, like, Mm -hmm. cauliflower bread and toast and whatnot, so I'm curious to explore that realm. Uh, we made um, cauliflower, pff, cauliflower. <laughs> it's just Matt one of those days. I, I'm, my brain is fried. Um, we made cauliflower mashed potatoes sort of recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, very yummy. Very good. Yeah, I love cauliflower. It's a good, good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice. Shadow cauliflower, wherever <laughs> you are. Big cauliflower if you want to throw some big cauliflower <laughs> bucks our way. I hate cauliflower. Get that out of my podcast. <laughs> really? You don't even like it raw? I hate it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got to protect Listen, myself. Listen, no one doesn't like it raw. <laughs> That's a good point, Zach. Protect myself from the cauliflower for sure. <laughs> uh, nah, don't like it. I don't like broccoli either. I well, They're like the same thing to me. Right. Both bad. One's just recently seen a ghost. That's so mm. true. One or one recently is a ghost. <laughs> one is yeah, or like a dog poop. It's been left outside too long, and wet turns green or white. I don't what? why. Yeah, nobody's sure. Have you never let dog poop fossilize in your backyard before? <laughs> I have. <laughs> My dog stays brown <laughs> because I feed him yum yums dog food. Hi, I'm the same <laughs> thing. Matt would love to eat if it were only so simple. So true, so true. I want to, um, I honestly want to make uh, spaghetti and meat sauce again. I haven't done that in like forever. And that's, oh, yeah. that's like a staple of what I used to make because I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Except my mom made me all the time. So I, I want to make, I want to make that again. I just haven't. I love a good batch of garlic bread too. Mm. Like oh. Oh. any excuse I get, like it doesn't oh. really matter what I'm eating. But I'll go hard on garlic bread. Garlic bread. I've made like pretzels before, and I feel like if I did like garlic pretzel knots, that would be a wow. Ooh, making your own yeah. like soft pretzels and spicy mustard. Mm. Oh, I want to make pretzels some spicy are easy. Mustard. Yeah, pretzels are fun. Yeah, and I think mustard's mm-hmm. not too terrible. Too terrible. I think you just need. Do you need yeast? Uh, yeah. To make mustard. Yeah. Okay. But I do love that flavor. Well, it is so nice. I guess I don't know about mustard. Yeah, I was thinking pretzels because that's what would make sense. Because, yeah. You need a lot of yeast for mustard. (laughs) I I know that. There's one thing I know about mustard. Because don't you ferment spicy brown mustard? Like the big CD grainy uh, mustard? 
Am I wrong? What did, where, did, where am I hearing this from? I mean, maybe some is. You could ferment a lot of things. Wasn't yeah, the It's Live we watched about mustard? So that's got to be fermented, right? Uh, but I yeah. don't know if he fermented it or not. I know there's the chef at Single Speed made homemade mustard and did not ferment it. Okay. But that's not to say that you can Grind up mustard seeds and do something with it. with it. stuff, yeah. Right. To make it less awful. Vinegar and... Yeah. And, uh, um, the things that I want to get better with cooking with um, would be like... Um, Dried peppers, like like mm. kind of like Mexican dried peppers. There's a, mm-hmm. a a Mexican food dish called Chili Colorado that I really really love. That's like um, steak marinated in like a spicy red peppery sauce. That's like really bold and flavorful, and I get it almost every time I go to a Mexican restaurant. Um, Can confirm. Yeah, and I would love to learn how to make it, but I know that it's a, like an all day process. My dad's made it a few times for like birthdays and stuff like that, and. Uh, I know that he's worked very hard on it. And I think even then he's buying like the powdered chilies and like mixing Mm. them together. But I would learn to like, I would love to learn to use the fresh chilies because I also think my other one, sorry, Trent, is um, like recreating Chipotle. (laughs) Uh Because I just love me some Chipotle. I could eat it all day, every day. But I can't figure out how to make that salsa. And I know that they use those. um, Sounds like a YouTube channel idea. Yeah. Where I just Ooh, be make a bunch putting of putting Chipotle out of business. <laughs> yeah. Here's From my quest. <laughs> they get what they deserve. They only have like what thirty some odd ingredients, so I feel like you know you've got all the Lego pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like forty locations open nationwide. So <laughs> you're this is the time to get into the market. I think it's your move, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I have been uh, Michael Dwayne thick cut French toast. <laughs> Uh, I've been Matt Now I think Zach said Manmosa earlier in the podcast (laughs) That made me laugh And I also thought another one uh, Dude Brosa Is that anything? (laughs) Buyers It's pretty good Uh, I've been Trent Meet person Safford Yes 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 yes. I've got that fleshy stuff That lean Wow, bars, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I've been Zach <laughs> Schroeder. Oh, Thank God. No. Someone needed to do it. No. It well, folks, way. it looks like we are bottoms up. We would like to thank Waker for giving us time to crack open our cold ones with this song, their song, Gemini, from the album This Is Waker. This, this particular yeah. show has been poor quality. Yeah. But what else did you expect? I would like it on the record. Okay. That that show has been poor quality. It's completely off the record. I'd oh. like to strike the entire show from the record. <laughs> this anyway, is can do that. That oh, might not be a bad run idea. run on the record. What? What? Wow. You got a grand slam. Come on down, Bob. Ring that bell. <laughs> okay, Ring my okay. bell. All right. Come on, Bob. 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 Come on,